Hey everybody, welcome to Listen Money Matters. Money is not the most important thing in the world. Love is. Fortunately, I love money. My name is Matt and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, how are you and what are you drinking? Damn good, man. I'm drinking uh, just a cavern- Cabernet Sauvignon. Spill the wine. Spill the wine! Sweet berry wine. I love my sweet bear wine. So, I don't know what that's from. I am, uh... Just Google, or no, just YouTube sweet berry wine. Okay. I, I promise it will be an enjoyable experience. I'll do it later. Um, in my hand, I'm holding a Sierra Nevada uh, keychain bottle opener. And on my desk here, I have a bottle that has no label. Mm-hmm. And I want you to take a picture of it uh, in a second. And I have, a gl- and I have an empty glass, because uh, I brewed... My own beer. <laughs> and I'm I was going to say, why would you buy a beer without a label? I know. <laughs> uh, and this is my own brewed beer. I'm going to call it the Listen Money Matters IPA because it's an IPA. It's nice. an all-grain small batch. Uh, it's basically just two-row malt in case anyone out there gives a shit. It's, uh, <laughs> it's just two-row malt and uh, Cascade hops. And it's, mm. uh, it's about one ounce of hops in a one-gallon batch. What's the difference so, between Cascade hops and hops? Cascade is a, a variety of hop. Oh, okay. There's m- uh, there's many varieties of hops. If you didn't okay. know that. No, I mean uh, I guess maybe th- I I knew it. There's not just one. There's not just a thing called a hop. That, I mean there is a, a thing called a hop, yeah. but it's there's, not just there's the I hop. There's a Cascade. No, hop. no, <laughs> no. So uh, get it? I don't. Get I, it? I, oh, I get it. <laughs> I get it. So I'm going to drink – I am gonna. I have not opened a bottle. It could have no carbonation, so I'm going to put it near the mic and see if there is – hold on. There's a little bit. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a baby. Oh, like- man. Oh, that means a vigorous pour. Oh, there is like basically no carbonation in this whatsoever. Dude, Absolute- how come you poured the whole bottle? Is it- oh, I guess because then you'll have to sediment settle and then – There is no carbonation in this beer. I guess the carbonation tabs did not work. Carbonation tab. Yeah, so in order to uh, bottle condition the beers, which adds carbonation to the beers, you put these little sugar tablets in the beer uh, when you bottle it, and then that sugar uh, it's called it's called priming, mm-hmm. and uh, it uh, allows the yeast to eat the sugar and create carbonation oh, uh, when right, you get a right. bottle. Uh, apparently, uh, that did not work, but uh, it's uh, not even a good looking color. To be honest with you, looks like oh, um, muddy river. Uh, And it tastes okay. Ah, fuck Listen, her. Money Matters IPA, the shittiest IPA this uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, come on. Check man. it out. It I, is terrible. I failed. <laughs> I failed. Oh, man. I really thought you were just going to say it was good, even if it was bad. No. I like, yeah, I'm no. awesome. No, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> fuck this beer. <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh that's that's terrific it, i mean it tastes like beer it's <laughs> that's good it's hoppy i mean it's not like it doesn't have a shitty flavor like it's no, there's nothing wrong with the beer itself it's just not carbonated if it was carbonated it'd be oh so the carbonating the car and the lack of carbonation is killing it for you yes if it was carbonated it'd be a fine ipa it, it would actually taste a lot like uh you ever had new albion ale no it's just a pale Sounds ale. Dirty. No, it's like it's the first craft brewery in America, um, really? and it's made the exact same ingredients. It's Cascade hops and two row malt. 
Uh, so it does have a similar flavor to that. In fact, Sam Adams, I think it's a few years ago, re-released it. It's a really simple tasting beer. It's 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 just simple. Um, but yeah, that was sort of where I was going, and it's cloudy, so it has a what do they call that cold, some uh, cold cold haze or something. But anyway, yeah, I guess those carbonation tabs didn't work. Oh well. We have six more, right? I have yeah, six more. <laughs> so we have no, a few no, no, more no. I have, like... I have, I was, I only got five bottles out of the six pack, so or out of the gallon. So, well, FML. <laughs> <laughs> what do they say? Fail. Hashtag fail. Farewell. Beer fail. Oh well, let's move. Well, it's on. good because we're gonna have a roundtable soon with some actual brewing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> teach me how to brew. Because apparently, uh, no, you know what though? I've had those um, carbonating tablets for I don't know three years. I never used them, so. Oh, maybe they lost their. I uh, don't think so. It's just sugar. Oh. I, should, I should have primed it the old-fashioned way. Anyway, uh, moving on to what are we talking about? Oh, I think that's the I think that's the episode right there. Yeah, that's it. it. <laughs> Matt fails at beer. Episode number blank, blank, blank. Uh, So today's catchphrase is money is not the most important thing in the world. Love is. Fortunately, I love money. And that was sent in from Jeff from D.C. Thank you, Jeff. And you can send those in to our Twitter account. It's at Money Matters Man. And you know what? Since uh, I failed at beer, uh, I want to flip the tables and say that I did not fail at money. Mm. And... Go on. Go on. I have uh, an update. I I wanted to update everyone well i don't think we've ever done like a full thing on your situation no i don't think we have uh it's like a this financial life with matt Givanisi. yeah so um yeah so what what i did was although we can't use a motorcycle because you're not that cool there's only one that was that cool what does it have to do with what does a motorcycle have to do with anything well i was just thinking of the picture that we could use for your oh oh that's that was bizarre uh so <laughs> I went into Mint. Daniel I, got it. Daniel got yeah, it. Yeah, Daniel Merle. Thanks, Dan. And guess what? We're going to read your uh, your review at the end of the show, just so you know. Stay tuned. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We're going to make this five hours. You have to labor through. <laughs> so uh, I went to Mint, and I started to add. We had a conversation on another podcast where you were saying to me, uh, your goal. We were talking about goals. Right. And we were saying, uh, and I don't know if this is going to come out before or after that, but I think it's after. Uh, but... You had mentioned your goal should be to get to a positive net worth or to get to zero, right? That should be your goal. And, and I, so roughly we discussed this about three days ago. Yeah. In, well, I mean, in, yeah. In real lifetime. In real lifetime, yes. And not episode time. Correct. So uh, it kind of struck me as like, yeah, you know what? I need. I, I, kinda, I was sitting there and, and I was like, I need, a, I need a goal. I don't have any goals, like financial goals. And, I, and that's what everyone talks about is just find, it, find, you know, find your financial goal. So um, I, th- I assumed, and, I, and this is because I set up Mint a while ago, that you know when you go into the accounts under Mint, uh, there is a place for real estate and there is a place for other, and the icons are a house and in other, it's a car. So that's where I put my loan, or that's where I put my information for my car and my information for my house. Now, that's great and all, because of course you still need to do that, but I didn't realize, I didn't add an account in for my loan, for my auto loan, and I did not add an account in for my mortgage. So you're like, I'm a millionaire. Well, what it does is, <laughs> and I didn't know this, is it takes 
you know, the loan and it'll, it, uh, when you go into these, the real estate account and the uh, other account, it will attach it to whatever that loan is and it will calculate the difference. So, um, I can tell you that, uh, my car, cause they'll keep track of how much your car's worth. And I don't know what service they use. Like, you know, for but you didn't type the number in yourself is what co- you're correct. I didn't type. Yeah. So what it does is mint. Cause when I, when I added my Saturn in back years ago, it was a manual number. Exactly. I and so I did the same thing, but now mint will, you add in your year, your make, your model, how many miles are on it and it will keep track of it for you. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so uh, it's telling me, and I don't know where, where they get their information from, but I'm going to assume it's Kelly Blue Book, mm-hmm. right? Because that's like the main place to find out how much a car is worth. My car is worth $9,124, mm. which is pretty good. That's pretty uh, good. Because I owe $11,100 on it. That's a great investment, Matt. Thanks. I highly recommend everyone buy a car on debt. That's always a good investment. Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just had to be a dick. I just demand to. Uh... Well, there anyway, so 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 it's underwater. That's it's fine. Under- but by but you also rolled over some debt from prior cars. Correct. Yeah. So it's not all the Civic's fault. It's not terror bad. And I'm at um, eleven thousand dollars is what I owe on the car. Eleven thousand one hundred dollars, to be specific. And um, I'm ahead on my payments. So I've been paying three. My car payment is normally. $276, but I've been paying 300 for almost e- two years now. Hmm. So I'm like very far ahead, and that's why my interest rate's so low. So um, that's why my interest payments are so low. I'm paying more towards the principal, uh, which is great. So uh, my house is uh, Zillow, or the Zestimate from Zillow, estimates my house to be worth uh, $137,195. And I owe 148. Hmm. So I'm about $10,000 underwater, according to this. So Mint tracks that. And it, you know, shows your assets and then it m- subtracts them from your debt. And I also, uh, right now, as we speak, I have four credit cards. But go ahead. What do you want to say? Oh, so I was going to say so. Because uh, it, it does each category separately. So I was going to say the net of your house is how much negative? I'm sorry? So so you have your, your value of your house minus your debt. And what is it? It's like negative 10,000 something? Uh, yeah, I don't see that number here, actually. Uh, yeah, I guess it would be negative 10,000, yeah. And then, and then the car is negative three, or roughly something. Right, exactly. Oh, okay. All right, no, I'm just keeping track of my head. Yeah, right, yeah. On. But I, I'll give all, all the numbers in here at the end. Sorry, uh, so you're saying credit cards. Right. So uh, I have four credit cards now. I used to have two. My two credit mm-hmm. cards were a Citibank Visa because sometimes my other one's a Discover, and sometimes places don't take Discover. In fact, a lot of places don't take Discover. Uh, and the, the new Apple Pay doesn't work with Discover yet. And that's the card I use for everything because it has a uh, 1% cash back and 5% on certain How's things. How's it go? Sometimes they don't take Discover, but for everything else, there's MasterCard? Yeah, something like that. Anyway, uh, so I have a Visa. I have. I try really hard to be funny. Yeah, I know. It's really try just... almost a little too hard. <laughs> anyway, uh, and I ha- I recently got an American Express travel credit card mm-hmm. because I wanted to start getting points. And they I charge you a yearly fee on that. No, they don't. Which is why I liked it. And they gave uh, me. How did you get that? Because I thought they all did. This one does not. 
Huh. Is it is it through Amex or is yeah. it through a separate yes. another company that? Yeah, it's through Amex. Oh, okay. Uh, so I uh, so I got that. It's a Blue Sky card, and they gave me thirty five thousand points when I signed up, and I did the. You know, I think I only had to pay. Fi- I only had to spend five hundred dollars for three months or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I was able to do that, and I got my thirty five thousand points, and that paid for my plane ticket to New Orleans next week, hmm. which is was worth it, uh, and it has no annual fee. Uh, but, uh, my good friend Travis of Extra Pack of Peanuts was telling me, and also Candace had wrote, written an article on our website about travel. Both sure, of these guys, article. yeah, both of these guys recommended the Chase Sapphire Preferred, which has a $95 fee a year, but the first year there is none. Hmm. Uh, and if I, you, if I spend $3,000 within the first, first three months, which would be easy for me because I use my credit card for everything. I get, I think, 40,000 points that can be easily transferred. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's a lot. So I signed up for that. I got a $12,000 credit limit. Hmm. Which for, 12,000? Which yes. Which uh, my American Express so far is the, is the only card that I got that had the largest credit limit I've ever had in That's my life. That's a very high limit, dude. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm... I need to request increases in my limits because that's pretty damn high. Yeah, so um, my American Express was $10,000 limit, and I was like, whoa, that's a really good limit. What did, What was your mint credit score? You told me the other day because it was like really freaking high. Right, so, like, all right, so I, I went in mint. Like I kind of like customized everything, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to I point out that I have an 86-cent debt on my American Express. Mm. I have uh, none on my Chase because I didn't get it yet, none on my Citibank, and $63 on my Discover because I just paid the bill. So I have $62.60 in credit card debt right now. Wow. Yeah, and I, and I plan on using my Discover when I go to New Orleans, so I'm sure there will be more at the end of the month. Um, so my credit score, which you can now enter into – so Mint will actually track your credit score now Yeah, I saw free. that. I have to do that. It's still in beta. Uh, so I don't know if everyone has it because it's in beta. But check and see if you do. My credit score, my credit score is a 788, which is excellent. And I have no delinquencies, and I am in like the upper tier, and I couldn't be more ecstatic. I was. I remember when I bought my house, I was in the uh, six, I had a 610 score, which hmm. was uh, six years ago. So it has been seven years since I've made any delinquent payments on any of my credit cards. So I've gone through the seven year thing. Huh. Oh, so, sweet. He's, okay, okay, I got you, I got you. You know what I mean? That's that's pretty badass, dude, because... You're, are you putting in your credit score? I'm, I'm like, slightly well, I, type... I, I have to see, like, I, I feel like yours is really high. Like, I'm actually worried might not might not be that high for some reason. Well, I'll say that um, we did an episode way back. Uh, I, I've done it through Credit Karma. Right, and so they, have I. And they have a different score because they take, like, Experian, TransUnion, whatever, and they... they I don't know how they come up with it, but it's like a mashup of the scores. Right. So I don't and know. I track that. but Yeah, I don't know what Mint's using, but it was very high. So I thought, uh, you know, I'm going to try for this Chase card because everyone says it's got the best travel points. I want to do more traveling in the future. So I got to start building up my points now. Is um, it for people with excellent credit? You know, um, I, I had told somebody I was at, I think I was at 746. When I had done that episode, or 740 or something. I, you know what? I was at 720. I was. So mm-hmm. I'd gone up a lot uh, in the past, you know, when we, whenever we did that episode. So almost, you know, six or seven months. And uh, I th- when I was talking to Travis, 
he said that, oh, I'll, I'll be able to get that card, no problem. So so I don't think they're that strict with it. But uh, it, it does have a $95 a year fee, but um, if I use it a lot, if I, it becomes my main credit card, and oh! what's yours at? Seven ninety two. Oh, okay. See, not bad. And and I'm carrying a little bit of debt. Ah, see, I'm not carrying any debt right now. So my my debt is eight thousand seven hundred sixty four total. I've made tons of progress. Yeah. yeah. So um. Anyway, so I have a little bit of money in my PayPal account, which I I have here for. So there's cash, right? So I have the credit cards, I have the loans, uh, and I'll I'll get to my investments in a second. Uh, my cash, I have uh, about four thousand dollars in my simple account, which is you know where I that's my checking account. I keep uh, three months supply, and mm-hmm. uh, my PNC bank, which is my business account, has a thousand dollars. But that's how I fund my investments, and I just and I'll, I'll get to it in a second. My PayPal account is one hundred and forty-two bucks because I got paid for the book that I wrote for some university, which was nice. Uh, but uh, I actually went in and cashed my bonds in. On Thursday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I had $500 worth of bonds sitting on my table, and I got 515 bucks for them. Really? Because I, I guess I thought that they would have been worth more than the face value. Well, one wasn't. One was from 1999. It had, I think it was like, it was a little bit under the maturity date, but it was only a $50, but it equaled out. And I'm like, I was happy if I were to get 500 bucks, like even. Mm. So I got $515. I was more than happy to take that. So I thought these were like super old bonds and stuff. Not super old, no, no. They don't really I guess I grow. I assume that. Well, you yeah. know, you buy them for half price, and then they become the face value. But then they could, you know, have a little bit of interest on top of that. They're, they're mm. bonds. They're not. They're not like going to grow like crazy, right? I know. I guess I thought they were like from like nineteen eighty five or. Well, something. they were, but like once they cap out, you know, it's like they're done. Mm. Uh. So anyway, got five hundred fifteen bucks. And then I was able to cash in $37 worth of change that I had just been saving in my car. Uh, and I had put all that, put it in my business account because I had to go through PNC. And the only PNC account because I had to go use the change and actually go to an, a bank to get, you know, to cash it. Uh, mm-hmm. PNC Bank is where I keep my business account through. So I had to throw everything in there. But that money, that 550 bucks, is uh, going right in the betterment as soon as it clears, which it did. So it will this weekend. Nice. Uh, so speaking of Betterment, which is the only investment account that I have right now, I don't have a, an IRA, which I should get. Um, I don't have a 401k because I'm not employed, and mm-hmm. I don't want to do a 401k for self-employed people. I don't think that's necessarily something I should do because um, you're not getting any yeah, matching, any and you could reduce your taxable income to, I don't know, how low can it go? Yeah, right. So uh, right now I have $10,652 in my Betterment account, and... I know that there is some stuff going on in the world right now. Mm. You know, we're probably going to go back to war or some sort of thing. With go back, we stopped being at war. Well, I mean, we're going to mess with ISIS, and I think it's hurting the market a little bit right now. So my Betterment account is, I think, today, which is Friday, when we're recording this. Um, and I'm and I shouldn't be checking this, and I don't know why it's on the homepage of my iPhone. Uh, I have a 0.5% return. So if you're seeing, if you're listening to this, you know, in a relatively short period of time, um, that's probably what's going on. So I wouldn't be too concerned. Um, anyway, so 
Uh, so yeah, uh, when I move that cash over into Betterment, I will have passed uh, eleven thousand dollars in my Betterment account, and in March I had zero dollars. So pretty so goddamn good. proud of myself. But it's not growth; it's just you've been diligently packing it away. Yeah. So as of today, as I as we record this, mm-hmm. um, you had asked me my goal to be would be to get to zero, mm-hmm. and my net worth is currently two thousand nine hundred twenty five dollars and ninety cents. Whoa! I see balloons coming down from the ceiling. Streamers. No, but seriously, that's a good job, dude. So it's a big th- deal. Like getting to zero for most people is a uh, uh, it's a crazy goal, dude. So being positive, that's awesome. Yeah, and I wanted to share that because um, I went into Mint and I really sat down and you know made sure I categorized everything for the you know. But I do that often. But I really went in and, and categorized it. I cleaned it up. Uh, I want to see what's going on, um, and oh, I just it just automatically logged me out. Uh, but it was nice to see that number, like because I've been so far, I've been I've been staring at this this artificial number of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars because it adds in my assets, but not the loan for my mortgage. And it's now I'm now I'm seeing the true net worth at the top of my mint screen, and it's accurate. <laughs> Very accurate. <laughs> and that is now I have this new goal. So What's now, the new goal? well, so um, my goal right now is to pay off my car. Okay. So uh, I'm going How to. How long are you giving yourself for that? Uh, all right. Well, let's talk Social about Social contract for, right here. Yeah. The listeners talk, who can shame you. Yeah. Let's talk about this for a second. Okay. So. I have enough money to pay off my car. Mm-hmm. I could take all my money out of Betterment. I have eleven thousand dollars. You know, you know the first question I'm going to ask you is how much is my interest rate on my car? All right. And you know I can't answer that right now unless I call up Honda. So I thought you had told me it was like ridiculously low, like yes. one point something. No, I didn't tell you that. It's when I when I signed up, I got it low, and I and I'm pretty sure it's two percent because that's what my BMW was at, and I was trying to keep it the same percentage. Mm-hmm. And because I'm so far ahead, they are. I'm I'm putting all of it towards my principal because I've been overpaying on my car for so long. It's like the last four or five payments have been like twelve dollars going towards interest and two hundred and you know eighty dollars going towards the principal, which is awesome, right? Yeah. So the car is just getting paid down like crazy. My original now here's the thing, my original loan was for eighteen thousand dollars, right? And I'm down That's to ele- and I'm down to eleven. How much was the car worth? Sixteen. When you bought it, sixteen. Ah, uh, so you carried two. Yeah, I carried right. two. So, um, so the, so I now have eleven left on it, which means that uh, within a year and a half since I bought the car, I've been able to pay off you know seven thousand dollars, which is pretty big. It's hmm. a lot, uh, just because I've been overpaying. So uh, what I'm thinking about doing is continuing to pump money into Betterment. But maybe upping my car payments to five hundred bucks, or is any extra money I can throw towards? Like I'm just going to keep Betterment at five hundred a month, right? That's just that's that's my base. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to put any extra money I have lo- left over at the end of the month towards my car. So right now I'm keeping the base at three hundred. So anything over top of that. So one month it might be because I get paid erratically, you know. Mm-hmm. So the winter time might be difficult, but in the summertime I'm I'm going to be able to put a lot more money 
towards the car. And my goal is to have the car paid off by this time next year, if not sooner. I would. I mean, personally, I like to pay it off in six months. That's my real goal. Right, right. Is to pay the car off in six months. I don't without tapping in the betterment, without mm. tapping in and liquidize, liquidate, liquidating my investments. I think it's an awesome goal, dude, and I think it's definitely achievable. And what's going to happen? We're going to have to hustle. Yeah, like, and then uh, what I do plan on doing is taking that money, uh, so that I'm, I ha- still ha- I'm still going to pretend like I have a three hundred dollar car payment. I'm going to tack it on to the five hundred dollars and stash away eight hundred dollars a month into Betterment. Now, obviously, I'd like to push that to a thousand uh, mm-hmm. because right because my next goal I'm going to keep. I- I'm not planning on paying off the house soon. Um, because I have a renter and he kind of, he covers that for me, which is fine. So, uh, I mean, not all of it, but a very, a very. Kind of goes against this five questions episode we just did. Yeah. Because I'm got to do one thing at a time. Mm. So, um, so once I have the car paid off, I will be debt free besides the house. Uh, and then I want to stash money away in betterment until I reach $25,000. And I will have, and, and when I reach twenty five thousand dollars, I'm gonna have a twenty five. I'm considering that my emergency fund, mm-hmm. like that twenty five thousand dollars. Once I reach twenty five thousand dollars, I'm going full hog on the house, and I'm gonna pay it off, and then I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna continue to own it, and use it as a rental property, like I am now, and then have that passive income as well. Dude, that would be awesome. So instead of me investing into like we had talked about, you had this uh, this blueprint plan. Um, you said that you know once you should get to twenty five thousand dollars in betterment, and then you could start investing into other things like Vanguard funds and stuff like that. But what I'm thinking about doing is uh, instead of investing in a Vanguard and continue my investment strategy, keep it at twenty five thousand dollars, and then go towards paying off the house as quick as I po- can. And that could be and it could mean refinancing it. So I, I may. Mm. I may end up uh, refinancing it to a 15-year and, and trying to uh, knock that down. You know what might be awesome? Um, if you refinance to a 15-year and if the, say... If the interest rate's lower, by the way. If it's not lower, then there's no sense right now. I could just pay it off as if it were a 15-year. See, well, okay, so, so if you're going low, I would take... Say, say you have this 25K in betterment, right? Yeah. I would, I would take 20 of that. I would refinance to an arm, so you're going to get like almost two points lower than what you would normally get. And then the question is, like, then you could take the 20k from Betterment, put into your principal, and your monthly payments are going to be ridiculously low. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with a. And you could probably just float that. I'm me. gonna stick with a fixed rate. I'm a little too I'm a little nervous about going to an adjustable rate mortgage mm. right now. So, you know, I'm really sad. I have to finish this. Research. I have all the mortgage data from every year that mortgages have existed, and it really looks like yes. ARM is the way to go. And ARM like is in the worst case scenarios possible. Right, ARM but is the way to go. but knowing my luck, I will uh, get a five one ARM. The interest rates will go up to six percent, and I'll be and I'll have my house paid off. Uh, it, you know, well, it doesn't really matter. No, but you know, there, there's a as. cap of how much interest rate can go up a year, like one percent or whatever the the term is on the. Yeah, I just have to. Uh, I'm just gonna stick with it, fixed. Cool. That's what I'm gonna do. So that's my goal. I have two goals: pay off the car. Oh no, I have three goals: pay off the car first and foremost, get rid of the debt, um, jack up my investments to twenty five thousand dollars 
consider mm. an emergency fund. Pay off the house. Dude, now I'm super motivated to finish this mortgage amount. Well, here's the thing. So so I want to point point something else out too, is that um, be, I'm going <laughs> to – all right, so I'm going to jack because I should I should I should uh, add this in that I'm going to go to twenty five thousand dollars in betterment, but I'm not going to stop investing. That's just my goal, right? Mm. So when I reach twenty five thousand dollars, then I'm going to start going f- full force on paying off the mortgage. Meanwhile, taking a percentage of my income and putting it still towards investments. Mm. So I'm going to do both. And maybe then you could jump into Vanguard or something Right, like then I'll that. probably jump into an index fund, yeah. Like maybe pull out of Betterment to get yourself an Admiral share and then fill probably Betterment going to a, I'll probably I'll probably do it through an IRA as well. So I'll probably mm-hmm. just max out an IRA because I need to start, you know, putting money into those. Well, every year is a loss, dude. Yeah. You can't. Do you 5.5K? You can't carry it over. Yeah, so that's uh, that's what's going on right now. Good deal, dude. Sounds like uh, you're much more financially healthy than than I thought, actually. Yeah. I was pretty certain that you were going to be negative. Um, But you're positive, dude. So if you settle all your debts and you walk away from everything, you'll have $2,000-something to your name, which is way better than most people who email me. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm pretty excited about that. And that was, uh, you know, this time last year, I was definitely not in this situation. Mm. I was definitely not. And... I, you know, I, I have to use this time to say how much mint is going to make a difference for me because, and, and, you know, you wrote the book on it, uh, which we have, and we will absolutely send it to you if you leave a review. If not, I mean, how much is the book now? Uh, it's 14, 14. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the most helpful thing right now, uh, because, you know, I have the Betterment app. I have, uh, an Acorns app. Because I'm also investing in Acorns. I don't even have Acorns put in here, but I mean, there's not that. There's only like yeah, I have like thirty dollars in yeah, mine. Okay, yeah, yeah. I... Uh, but I'm gonna as soon as they connect it, I'll add it in, of course. And uh, yeah, I'm 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 like really I'm seeing that when I'm now that I'm seeing these loan numbers, it's really really weird. So I mean, it's really good that I see them. The other thing I did last night was I really added up, like when we talked about. I I, I always say that I. Uh, spend $1,500 a month. That's my cost to live, right? Mm-hmm. So when I did the math yesterday, and I didn't skimp on anything, my real cost to live is 1300 That's my real cost to live. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, so it's lower than I actually thought. I mean, I think we, I think we actually did decide that it was 13 But, you know, 200 bucks for booze and whatever extra little things here and there. Hey, man. It's kind of required. But still, that's like the bo- base bottom line. Which is awesome. So I'm just I'm excited about that. So that's it. That's all I got. This is a little update for you. And hopefully it inspires. That's all I wish this episode so to do. This is it's mid September twenty fourteen. So roughly mid September twenty fifteen. I think we should do a Matt update and see like where you've you've gotten to. Like the change. You're you're at two point eight K. Like what 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 number can you bring that to? What do you two uh, I don't I I don't know. It's because of my because my income is so eradicated, I can't tell you that because I don't know what I make every month. Every mm. month is different, dude. I, I mean, I'll tell you that in, um, what is it? Uh, July or all? Yeah, July of this month, I, I brought in, I think, sixty five hundred dollars. But this month, three thousand. So it's going to go up and down. 
So and that's would you, just, do and you think it's a good goal to say that uh, your net worth would be worth to be like twenty k at least? Oh, in a year from now, I'm going to say twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. All right, so let's make it thirty. Well, no, I, we made it. You said twenty, and, and then I made it twenty five. And then I just made it thirty. No, yeah. you can't just keep. We'll just go. All right, make it fifty. <clears throat> dude, done deal, dude. No, you gotta, you gotta shoot for the stars, then you get the moon. Look, or here's the like thing. Uh, so the money that I, my income is, it comes from swimuniversity.com, my original website. Mm-hmm. That's where my income comes from now. Uh, I do a little bit of side work here and there, a little bit of freelancing here and there, but very little. Dude, um, don't, don't forget uh, last month your share of Listen Money Matters, I think was sixty six dollars. So that was a thing. Yeah, I still haven't seen that check. When's that? When's that arrive in the we, mail? We we reinvested it into the company. Oh, is that what we did? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that. But if if uh, and I'm hoping that Listen Money Matters starts to bring in some income with the podcast mm. and and the blog. Like like eighty seven dollars could be. A hey, nice... you never know. That's true. I mean, that's extra. That's gravy for me. Seriously. No, but but seriously, like if if obviously if Listen Money Matters starts to bring in income, then my goal could could exponentially. Uh, be much sooner, which is what mm. I'm really hoping for. So send in your checks to listenmoneymatters.com. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, if you guys have questions or you or uh, or whatever, or share your address stories. them to Matt's Net Worth Fund. No, Matt. I want you to. I, I really want you guys to email in or uh, contact me on Twitter or Facebook because that's where personally I am. Uh, Andrew is at listenmoneymatters@gmail.com, and just mm. uh, I want to hear your success stories. I want you guys to share because I, you know, I'm open about it. Um, What's your year goal? Like, yeah, what's your net worth? Where are you going to be? What are some goals just in general? Like, what do you want to do with your finances? Because uh, if anything, me doing this podcast has absolutely helped me uh, achieve this small little uh, close to $3,000 net worth, which, again, it's positive. So I can't I have nothing bad to say about that. It's freaking awesome. And, you know, I I texted my mom and I said, uh, just so you know, your son has a positive net worth (laughs) and most people don't have that. And I don't think she really understands what that means, but I'm going to show her in detail this weekend. And uh, I, I even tweeted that for the first time in my life, I can honestly say right now that I have enough money to pay off my car if I really wanted to. And if I pay off my car, if I pay off my car, it will be the first time I've ever owned a car. Ever. <laughs> like full, full on outright owned a car. So you're going to pay it off and you're going to be like, yeah, oh. Time for a new one. <laughs> I was like, this is not as fun as I thought it was going to oh, be. Oh, no, no. But the extra 300 bucks a month would be would be sweet to start putting towards something else. And, and um, again, I've never owned a car, so it's great. Mm-hmm. And the car has, like, what, 45,000 miles on it? It's pretty good. Yeah, it's 2009. I mean, it's a great car. I love it. Uh, it's got a little leaky t- back tire, but nothing I can't fix. I got money. I can <laughs> fix that. I got my three-year or three months stash in my cash. So we're good to go. I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So I'm just happy about that. But yeah, share your stuff. Listen, money matters at gmail.com. And if you like the podcast, please uh, subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher, or wherever you uh, listen on your podcast apps and uh, leave a review. If you like the yeah. show, please. And if you do leave a review, like I said earlier, we will send you a copy of mastering mint for free and our other, you can sign up on our website, which is listenmoneymatters.com for uh, the debt book as well. I will say that um, we will soon be beefing up. Oops. Uh, you know, in the next few months, beefing up our, our offerings. It's like, you know, in addition to the Masterman books, we mm. may not keep it free forever. So Yes, and to hold myself accountable, I'm going to be writing my own book mm. that I will be uh, selling on the website based off of this sell everything challenge. 
just to give a little teaser. And there's an investment book coming. So. Yes. So we're, we're, we're working hard here, people. Steve, you better email us and make great friends with us if you want these for free. <laughs> <laughs> Leave reviews. And you know what? Hmm. The other thing I want to do is uh, when these books come out, hmm. and I uh, probably shouldn't say this right now, but yeah, hmm. fuck it. Uh, everyone who's ever contacted us and has left a review uh, will get these books for free. I think it's an excellent idea. Okay. So. Okay. Um, done. All right. That, Done. Keep us accountable, wait, people. Wait, 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 can we redo this episode? <laughs> Edit. Keep us accountable. I want to read a review from I am Lord Daniel. <laughs> I'm going to assume that that's the Duke Daniel, but I could be wrong. Actually, no, I could I, be damn wrong. I was like, you know, there, there's the Duke Daniel, but I, I think I saw, Lord is like a different level. Of, yeah. I think he's I think he's actually bald. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, money made easier. Hey, <laughs> At the Daniel, if this is you know Daniel Marl, if this is not your review, please let me know on Twitter. Uh, Money made easier, five stars. He's from the United States. I personally love the podcast and the host. While Matt may sometimes let his emotions get the best of him and prematurely topple an idea, episode one seventeen. And and what was episode one seventeen? I don't know. I thought he was just being nice. He only listed one episode. Thank you. Andrew <laughs> will sometimes just fade into the background, and the listener will not even know he still exists. Episode 94. <laughs> uh, the dyad? Is that a thing? D-Y-A-D? I mean, triad. Oh. Well, that made me look like an idiot. The dyad of Matt and Andrew. Go to are, school. The dyad of Matt and Andrew are great. They have their faults, but that is what makes this podcast so astounding that these are real people talking about real money. This is a must listen for people or animals of all ages. Well, not all ages, because the use of alcohol and profanity is rampant within this podcast. Catchphrase, <laughs> time to upgrade from the duct tape wallet. True right. that. Uh, visit our website, Listen Money Matters, and check out all the things and the resources that we use, including Mint and Mastering Mint, at listenmoneymatters.com slash toolbox. So that's it. Wait, of Matt. Of course. Yes. Get, we didn't curse this episode. Yes, we did. Wait, when did we curse? Do you know how many times I said the F word at the beginning when I was tasting my beer? Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, <laughs> so, we still, so we still don't have an episode that we didn't curse. Yeah, fuck this beer. Right. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> bullshit, dude. Thanks bullshit. again for hanging out with us, and we look forward to the next episode. So later, Andrew. Later, Matt.